Okay. So let's talk about how we met. Okay. <laughs> because whenever you um, came over like that one time, and like I feel like that was my first time like officially meeting you, um, you called me by my name, and I was really confused because it's like, how do you know my name? So how how do you know? Well, it's interesting. <laughs> so. When I came here and mm-hmm. I saw you sit on the couch, I was like, oh, that's, that's Shorty from my uh, Poetic Justice. Uh-huh. So I remember one time, it was like, like October. Uh-huh. I remember me and my father put up to Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. And um, we was like late, but we pulled up like in the middle of your performance. Uh-huh. And so we was like instantly like, oh, this, this is what you're talking about. Because it's no beat, you know what I mean? You was yeah. on the podium just doing your thing. So yeah. it was like, let's lock in. Mm-hmm. And you was doing your, your, your piece about uh, it was about dudes and like the interaction between women. <laughs> it was called Fuck Men. It fuck was. Men. Okay, cool. Boom. So it was called Fuck Men. He was talking your shit. Yeah. So it was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So afterwards, I was like, let me follow her. Mm-hmm. I fuck with her. She's dope. And you had your Instagram on the screen. Oh. So that's where I tapped in. I think I previously DM'd you. Yeah. And it was like, yo, you're dope. You're keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Want yeah, some cool shit. Okay, yeah. Because, okay, if, for those of you who don't know, Poetic Justice is a group that's after school that we go to. Um, and it's where um, our students are allowed to like showcase their talents, whether it be with rapping or singing um, or poetry or any of those things. Personally, I got up there and I just kind of talked shit. Um, I did a form of like spoken word or whatever. Um, so I'm glad that you liked it because it was for very. Sure. <laughs> it was interesting. It was interesting to see the other side of things. And it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah. It was very entertaining. Yes. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, because I personally, I thought you were just like, you found me, you was like, she's pretty as fuck. Let me go ahead and just start stalking her. So I was like, hey. It is what it is. No, like. not the stock. It's like, well, you know, like, it's a room full of interesting people, and I'm like, whoa, yeah. let's organize her. Yes. Like, yeah, that's where that comes from. Love that. Okay, well, welcome to my house. Thank you. We are currently filming in my living room. Well, a nice little setup. Nice um, little yeah. Jimmy and I are a problem. Can't nobody solve us. Cute. One of us gonna chew you up, the other one gonna swallow. Go bipolar like Kanye. West. Quit with it like Andre. Hit him up like Tupac and be right back on Monday. I'm black and she Asian. That's double trouble temptation. Up and your space is an air sign invasion. Alien. Gemini, we 20. Twin. These thoughts always winning. Win, win. But the show keep on spinning. So here's the beginning. Let's get it. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. And to y'all, welcome back if um, you've peeped our last episodes, and welcome if you are new here. This is Jimmy and I Podcast. It's great to be here. Yes, this is a place where we let the thoughts win, and we don't leave anything off the table, so <laughs> don't hold back. That's cool. Don't get nervous. That's cool. <laughs> okay, so honestly, um, I'm not here with Becca, my usual co-host. Um, we decided to kind of switch things out um, here and there. You know, if we want to interview different people or talk to different people. So my special co-host here today with me is Ace. 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 Are you gonna get? Are we gonna get your government or? We can't get the government. Not right the government. Now, but not it's still mysterious. Okay, so mysterious. I like it. Absolutely. I like Absolutely. it. Yeah. So this is Ace, um, one of my friends, and he is also a rapper. Yes. Yeah, and a record label owner. Yes. 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 So this is so exciting. We're gonna get all into that and talk more about you in a minute. But first, we want to get into the silly segment of the week, right? Okay. So my silly story of the week actually didn't happen this week. 
I want to do a little throwback moment. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you, can you drive? Absolutely. You're a good driver? I'm a decent driver. Decent driver? Yeah. I'm not. Okay. No, not at all. Um, very much. <laughs> um, the, literally, the lady when she gave me my license was like, I shouldn't have passed you. Mm. Yeah, so okay. my silly story is about the first time I ever drove. Um, first time I ever drove, I was 14, and my mom was like, hey, you know what, I think it's time. Like, go ahead and let's see if you can drive, right? I was like, cool. So we're on the service road, first of all. Right. I'm in a parking lot. We're on the service road, like, getting off the highway, right? And she's like, let's switch. First problem, I was driving with two feet. Ooh, um, red if, flag number one. Yeah, <laughs> so if, you, red flag number one. if you drive, you know you're not supposed to do that, right? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. So we're driving along or whatever, and then I have to turn, and it's like a really weird turn. And so when I turn, <laughs> I turn, I like turned so much that I was in the lane where like cars were coming towards us mm. and she's like you know get back in your lane word. right that's that's a word stay in your lane stay in your lane stay in your lane we're bored that shit is out there too bro this street not it um but I freaked out so like I overturned right and so instead of going straight I went right um and then she's like screaming because she's like hit the brake you know what I mean so what do I do I hit the gas. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I hit the gas. Um, we ran into one of those like wooden telephone poles. Wow. Yeah, total the car. <laughs> wow. I'm just happy y'all. I mean, both are still. Yeah, no. We're, yeah, no, we're still here today. She That's... swears I tried to kill her. <laughs> if I was her, I might be thinking the same thing. Maybe. Yeah, because I left without a scratch on me. Like, she was a little bruised up on her arm. Sounds like a lot to me. It does, doesn't it? It was just the first time I ever drove. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, so now it's a it's a steel hole. Um. <laughs> they, had to, they had to switch it up. To yeah, I can't. <laughs> like, we didn't think we'd have to do this, but uh, we're going to make it steel, you right. know? Um, <laughs> that's crazy. And believe it or not, that's not the last wreck I've been in, but we didn't get into that. How many total were you in? I have, uh, okay, total wrecks, like actual wrecks or like fender benders. We don't go actual rest. I feel like if you okay. add a bit, it might be like in the 30s. I mean, 30s crazy. Okay. We'll keep it on a low scale. Okay, not 30, not 30, but um, total wrecks twice. I'm gonna say twice. Um, my friends don't know about the second one, so if you're listening, yeah. Yeah. I also I didn't total that second car, but I definitely took off the whole bottom bumper like a bit. It was the same situation, right? So like I, somebody screamed at me to press the brake and I pressed the gas. <laughs> ran right into the back of that Jeep. That's um, crazy. Wasn't even my car. <laughs> oh yeah. If it was my way, we'd have, you'd have to shoot me a like, uh, that was so, yeah, so scary. Um, but was I still it, got my license. That was your friend's car? It was my boyfriend's at the time, the car. What was, it, what was he saying whenever that happened? <laughs> Yeah, he wasn't. He he was. He actually handled the situation very well. Very very proud of him because me personally, <laughs> you just fucking wrecked my car. Oh, right. We would have words, but no, he very much. He very much handled the situation well. Um, but yeah, you gotta get a silly, silly little story here. Well, since we're on the topic of wrecks, okay, I've been in one wreck in my entire life. Your fault. My fault. Yeah. Okay. So. Silly story, right? I was picking up my brothers from football practice. Right. Summertime, this was my junior year of high school. I just started driving. Mm -hmm. My grandmother gave me a car. Um, 
and it was paid off. It was a nice Honda Accord away. She took care of it. Mm-hmm. So like, it was like I bought it for shop a lot. So I scoop up my brothers for practice and then um, I get a call from this girl that I was kicking with at the time or trying to kick with. Mm-hmm. She said, you know, I just seen you, you want to pull up with me. I said, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. She pulls up parts next to me. We kick the shit for a little bit. And then she's like, all right, then I'm going to leave. We got to go do like lunch or something like that later on in the day. I'm like, cool, we can do that. Right. So she leaves. I pull out behind her. And we leave out the school, my brothers were practicing, and now we on like a regular road. Mm-hmm. So she's driving, I'm like, yo, let me pull up beside her, right? Yeah. Pull up, let my window down, we talking while we drive, mm-hmm. shooting the shit. And then um, we get to this light. And you know how like, when it's a yellow, like blinking at me, you can turn, but you gotta yield to the right. traffic. She's going straight, uh-huh. and I'm kicking the shit with her, not paying attention. Ooh. So she goes straight, and I just turn. Pow, somebody hit me on the side. Damn. And uh, yeah, Damn. crazy story, man. I can't focus when you drop these girls. Are going nowhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna hang out anyways. Yeah, I'm just speaking, man. <laughs> young, young, dumb, learning. Hey, what's your girl gonna say? Crazy enough, she was in town at the time, too. Uh-huh. So, her and my mom pulled up, uh-huh. and she was like, Really? Because she asked me what happened, and I was just real with her. Yeah, she's just like, Really? Car was total, but you know I ended up having enough money to go and buy a new car. But it's like didn't have to do that. Right. You know, yeah. Should we drive the same car? Right. Exactly. Give it. Mm-hmm. But that's a silly story. That is silly. Very silly. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. You gotta stay in your lane. Us too. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you're into. Absolutely. And as you can, well, if you're listening, you can't see, but um, we have a little little setup. This is my record player um, with a table. It's actually a speaker as well. What? Yeah, it's a speaker. It's a Bluetooth speaker. It's tight. I know, right? It's connected to the. So anything on top of it, please. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then some of the little collection of records that uh, I have, also some of them in my remix as well. Um, So, like, what, what got you into it? Yeah, it's a long story. Well, it's really not a long story. It's an interesting one, though. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was young, uh, going back and forth between my mom and my pops, they were divorced. They got divorced at one. Right. So going back and forth between them, spent a lot of time on the road, whether it was my pops picking me up or him dropping me off on my mom's shit. Um, spent a lot of time in the car listening to people like um, like Bob Marley, mm-hmm. um, D'Angelo, Lauren Hill, listening to real good music. So, so like that really motivated me, not even just to make music, but to just always surround myself around good vibes mm-hmm. and a lot of touring. So um, growing up, just listening to that kind of music made me want to express myself in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I took on poetry. Right. So writing poetry, like reading in class, because we always had a poetry segment in my English classes. Um, being that I was in a, I was in an advanced English class school, but okay. not even. But uh, <laughs> we always did a poetry segment, so I would always share. Mm-hmm. And then I had a friend. He told me, man, like this was like eighth grade. He was like, well, you should ghostwrite like for rappers. Ooh. Right. And I was like, ghostwrite for fun. Like that ain't, I ain't interested in that. Right. So then I ended up doing some research, mm-hmm. um, realizing that they wrote raps for like, you know, rappers and shit like that. So right. I was like, bro, let me, let me see what it's about. So I um, started writing raps over like YouTube beats. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was like, man, I really want to like 
how to pursue this shit on my own because it was fun, it was therapeutic, and it was helping me like release like anything that was filling in my heart and my mind. Right. So, so uh, man, it took some time and started introducing myself to other people around school that um, made made music, whether it was producing or rapping. Really trying to surround myself around producers because mm-hmm. the YouTube beats like you gotta buy them shit. And I was like, bro, let me fuck with these niggas over here, right. but they wasn't fucking with me. Right. So I was like, damn, couldn't get nobody to make me a beat. They said like, you couldn't rap? Yeah, they, they wouldn't fuck with rap. Mm-hmm. So nah, <laughs> it was tough at first. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to learn how to make more beats. Mm-hmm. So that's what helped me like, learn to produce and, and improve the raps and be here now. Mm-hmm. You know, rapping and producing. Mm-hmm. Right. What was your favorite part, like the rapping producer or the poetry part? Producing is probably my favorite part. Because I, like, I sample, so like finding a, a good song to sample it. Listening to it, finding sessions to chop, yeah, and then coming up with a flow to kick it over with a sample on some cool shit is fun. So yeah. fun. No hate on poetry, but like that's probably the most fun I've ever had creatively, like making beats, chops in. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. And so how did the record the open, right? Oh the open, yes. How did that come about? That was like a um it so <laughs> it was crazy. Me and my friend uh Kalia Sweat, she just dropped a song, uh No Reasonable Doubt, but um, we had a concept of my poet be prolific, right. right? And it was more so centered around poetry. Mm-hmm. We was like, man, let's like experiment right around music. It was like, uh, like not all music is just strictly poetic. You know what I mean? For sure. Some music is just a vibe. Right. So it's like we gotta come up with something that's like centered around us as a people, as black people, but can also be like like filled by many others because art isn't just about us as black people, but we. We push it. We're a big driving force for it. Right. However, it's um, it's meant for everybody. So yeah. it was like, man, let's let's come up with a name, and it was like, man, I really like the omen, right? Mm-hmm. The omen. It was something that really stood out to to me and her because it was like, yeah, it represents like the forthcoming, and you can control the forthcoming with your actions and the words you put forth. Mm-hmm. And so then we was like, let's come up with an acronym. Okay. It's like, honey, willing this, this, that, and the third. We set the page trying to come up with stuff, and then it was like the outstanding minds mm-hmm. of enlightened niggas, right? Nice. So it was like, to group us niggas coming up with some outstanding shit. And then um, told Zaire about it. Mm-hmm. Me and him have been friends for a while. And he's, um, he's, a, he's a very creative person. Yes. And he helps me get through some of my creative funks. Yeah. Told him about it, he was on board. And so we just, we've been pushing the vision ever since, trying to expand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Okay, so. I know we kind of, so whenever I like have guests, you know, so I say have guests, you're my first one, for real, but, well, second one, but, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I like to ask like what they want to talk about, because I want y'all to be comfortable in whatever it is we're like speaking on, and you said that you want to talk about like the current state of hip hop, yes. and I told you, you probably won't like my opinion about it, because I am not a fan right now, like the rap right now, music music in general right now like you just don't hold it just to rap like music right now is just kind of like it's gimmicky to me like it's not it's not really it's not how it used to be for real so like what how do you feel i because to me i think the main problem is just tiktok (laughs) absolutely like tiktok it's like people aren't making real music anymore like people are making music for like views, people right. are making music for like the engagement and all that stuff, so like Absolutely. how do you feel about like the current state of hip hop? <sighs> Man, I'm playing Drake. No, I'm playing. 
Drake's cold, but I mean, you can tell now the sound. Yeah. You can tell now the sound is catered towards more of a, like a, a yeah. like right now. Like yeah. it's a hit now, it's not gonna last. Yeah. Because you hear, used to hear music like think about the greats like Pop Big. Right. You know what I mean? All the people you can think of in that top ten. Mm-hmm. The music is last years. Mm-hmm. Music isn't made now to last. It's just made for yeah. a hot second. Yeah. I mean, you can think of a lot of songs that were popping in. 2015, 2016, that you don't even listen to right now. Right. And probably don't even think about. Right. So I think that's a big driving source for music being watered down. But yeah. It's just a lot of, like you say, gimmicky stuff for yeah. people to blow up and get rich. That's what it is, man. It's like. There's no longevity to there's it. There's no anymore. longevity. Yeah. I feel like the goal should be to be making revenue off of your music. For sure. And a lot of people, it's the thing. Get rich. Get right. rich and not trying. I mean, yeah. Nobody's making like timeless pieces. No, no, no. You see a lot of people dropping music like this, but it's like the mm-hmm. music takes time. For sure. Like, yeah. You gotta take time and shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's my thoughts on the current state of hip hop. It's yeah. just like really like parallel to your thoughts. Like it's really worn it down. Right. Worn it down. Dang, he said, you blame Drake. I thought Lightstone was supposed to stick together. <laughs> <laughs> no, Drake is, like, I listen to Drake. Yeah. I do, but like, you I think. Mean, you don't consider him top 10? All time? <laughs> Yeah. Me personally, no. Who's your, let me top three. Top three of all time? I give you top five. Top okay. three is hard. I give you top five. I'm going to go with Pac at one. Okay. I'm going to go with Jay-Z. Okay. Nice. Okay. This is me. That's okay. Three. Okay. Then I'm going to go Comet. Okay. And then, this is controversial. I'm going to go with Yeah? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting because you didn't say Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is cold, wordplay crazy, but he's not my person. He's in my top ten. Okay. Not my top five. That's fair. Big is in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, is not top five. Not top five. Dang. Yeah. It's, it's just me personally. Like, yeah, yeah, is probably the most controversial on that list, but yeah, yeah. he just he's good though. all around. You know, I have a, a I have one of my students that I work with. He can like hear. He's a musician and he can hear anything and like just play it on the piano. That's cool. And so today I was like, Can you play it really? And he was like, Bet. And he was like, Play it. And I played it and he was like, Bet. And then like he started playing it. I was like, oh. Run away is a cold ass Kanye track. Beautiful. That yes. whole album. No, it is. Yes. yes. Beautiful. Yes. No, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, no, I need to up my collection real fast. I gotta get that one. Yes. I haven't, um, I haven't gone to like, Buy any like records or anything like that in a minute. Yeah, I, mean, I, I used to go to the record stores like all the time in high school. Yeah. Me and my uh, my friend Zari, mm-hmm. she stays out there. You know, Me. No. Her <laughs> name is Zari. Yeah. That's crazy. Her name is Zari too. Okay. It's just spelled different. Okay. She's a poet as well, but we used to go to the record store to clean out. Clean yeah, shop, right? Crazy. Yeah. yeah. How do you like find your samples? Because you're like sample king. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Um, Really, truly, like, I went to the record stores, mm-hmm. and, like, it's one specific record store for me. They don't do it anymore, but they used to have, like, a record player out. Okay. And I would put the record, like, I would go looking for a record if I like what it looked like, like, just aesthetically. I'd take it, put it in the uh, turntable, mm-hmm. or the record player, spin it, listen to it. I found something I like, I'd write it down. Mm-hmm. Then I'd come home, get on the laptop, look it up, little YouTube to MP3. 
Straight to the dog yeah. and start chopping it on the NPC. Like What's been like your favorite sample to like work with? Probably uh, the song The Cut I just dropped I, last month. I that sample that was so fun to work with. Yeah. Cause that song sounded totally different before I chopped that sample. It was um, it was like drums, instruments, but I was like, bro, I wanted to be some more like laid-back shit. Mm -hmm. So I found that joint and then just got the chopping it and then the cut came out. Yeah. I don't even lie. So like I was uh, not stalking, researching. Okay. I was researching. Absolutely. Yes, and I was listening to like some of your music and okay. all that stuff. Um, and I like I like it because it's very storytelling. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy storytelling music. I quite literally have like a playlist of like of, like two hundred fifty songs that are just about storytelling. Um, and I don't remember what album it was or whatever, but it was basically like like you were rapping whenever your friend came in and was like, bro. There's some people out here say that you can't rap. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like how? Like what? What was the process of that? Uh, that's crazy. That that project, Joseph. Um, yeah. It was a very interesting one to put together. Mm -hmm. It was um, I actually had to do. I did half of it in um, my friend's studio. My friend, uh, Langston Barton, uh, in his studio, and then the other half I had to do it from the crib. Oh, wow. Or when I was in Atlanta, I was going to school in Atlanta. Uh -huh. I had to do it from out there. Mm -hmm. um, and that piece, he put that on there while I was in Atlanta. So it was like an intermission piece that I laid mm -hmm. and was kind of going to scrap it because I was like, I'm not there to finish it. And then I was like, man, I'm probably going to do away with that one. And then he was mixing that one. Mm -hmm. So whenever he sent me the mixes, he sent me that one like that, like complete like that. And I was like, whoa, I'll fuck with that. Yeah. Like, okay, let's keep that in there. Yeah. So he, um, Man, big big ups to Lindsay, uh, man. He he really helped out with the vision of that project. He's really all over it. Like, yeah. All over the project for real. Hey, yeah. that's so cool. That's really interesting. Um, so like, I know you just dropped oh. the cut and all that stuff, but you're working on an album. I'm working on an EP. On an EP. Yeah. Okay. Dumb question. What is the difference? This would be a dumb question, but like an EP is. An extended play. Okay. It's extended from a single. Uh, okay. The LP, the long play. Oh, you learned something about it. Yeah, I mean it's okay. it's like a this is a subtle differences. Okay. The EP is usually shorter. Okay. And the album is longer. So like EP is like it's like well like three or four songs or three, four, five, six. Okay. It really could be seven depending on how long you want it to be. Gotcha. But, uh, anything beyond that is usually considered an album. Gotcha. Uh, Okay, so you're working on that. How's that going? It's going good. I mean, right now I've just been making the beats, mm -hmm. and um, I just I finished the last beat actually last night and sent it to a partner of mine. I was going to do a verse on there, but um, it's been good recording verses at um, the Omi Kendall crib and then recording at the studio. Mm -hmm. So just trying to get that done. Dang, you need to spit on there? Or? I mean, look. It's going to be out of the same. You might have get that done. <laughs> no, I am not. Guys, I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. No, me and my friends, like back in like early high school, like we used to put on these all the time, like just freestyle and all that stuff. That was fun. Uh, it was so fun because you were just saying stupid shit. Oh, but you're Over SpongeBob beats. SpongeBob beats. Just having fun. Yes. No. It was honestly. This is a very musical house that I'm in. Um, one of my roommates raps, the other one sings, and I'm just like, 
Yeah, I just sit and watch and just listen. And I'm like, how how did you do that? Um, and it was all going great until I'm calling him out. I hope you can hear me too. Um, I was listening to Zai rap and he called me like he like threw a stray at me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, during his rap, and I was like, what? Okay. So to give you a little context, okay. um, back in middle school or whatever, uh, there's a thing and it was called throat chopping that kind of was like, chopping. Yeah. So, <laughs> that sounds intense. So it was like we would walk around and like we would just like hit people in the throat. It's like <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy. Y'all didn't have that in your school? Absolutely not. Oh, okay, just this. <laughs> that's um, crazy. Yeah, so it was like it was a throat chopping thing or whatever. Um, and so me being me, I was doing it too. I was getting throat chops out, throat chop back, right? right. Um, and so I did it to this one kid though, and like sent him to the hospital. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, he got seriously injured. <laughs> He's okay now. We're friends now. Oh, well, good. we're cool now, anyways. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna ask me for sure. Um, <laughs> and got throat chops. <laughs> something along the lines of like chopping these things like Zarya or something like that. You caught a straight. I got a straight. So I didn't want to do that though. No, for real. I was like, I was just mad because I was like, I heard you freestyle over so many times. You ain't never mentioned me once. Now the first time you do, you just go throw. You just go throw shots. Yeah, you could load it and it was like, I only see one person. You know, let them off. He really, he really enticed That's a bar, though. No, it was. That's no, a bar. That's why I couldn't be that bad. I was like, that was low-key hard. <laughs> I gave him a mic, boy. You'd be tripping. I know. I can't tell him. He came with a mic one time, boss. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, he, um, he came over to when I was staying at the dorm room in uh, AMT. He came over and was rapping and just was freestyling. I was amazed. I was like, damn, this nigga's like off the dome. Like, it's hard to rap off. Like, all right, for real, it's hard to rip off the dome. Yeah. So the fact that he was just like going crazy, I was like, God. No, he'll just go. Like, we can be sitting there, he can go six, seven songs. I think what makes him good at that shit is like, when he fuck up, he don't like, fuck, he just keep. No, he just keep. You will never know. I don't know. But he be saying some fly shit, though. My name's Freeze Down. Like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah. But he be like, it's some fly shit. No, it's. Anyways, not about him. He doesn't need any more plug. So, what's next after the EP? After the EP, I'm um, gonna we'll do a couple of videos. I'm gonna do a video for this song I got called Fuck Rules. Okay. And then, um, probably gonna do, well, not probably, gonna do a video for the cut. We actually shot it already. We oh, cool. Here. And uh, in the process of editing that. So, nice. that's gonna be uh, two videos I'm rolling out. Then I'm going to take a little break for music mm-hmm. to lock in on myself. Um, mm-hmm. The back end of the year is just going to be for self-improvement so that next year it's just like... You come out playing. Yeah, for sure. That's important. I think a lot yeah. of people, like, especially because we're in such a grind culture, like hustle culture, like we forget about the rest part. You, you, know, take care like, of you have to take care of yourself because yeah. like, 
you can't just keep filling into cups and you ain't got nothing left. Absolutely. Like, there's gonna be half ass water down, like right. getting fixed up. <laughs> you should. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, I take a break. Yeah. Important. So, are you on TikTok or? I have TikTok, you but do I don't TikTok. do my videos and shit. Right. I, I mean, some of it is funny. Right? Yeah. But I, I just not need to be like, you know, whoopie whoop. Yeah. The, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I tell you, I, I had to like delete it. <laughs> I'm back on it now, but like it took, it, it takes, because you'll be on there no. and then they start scrolling and you're like, why has it been an hour? No. <laughs> It's, it's vicious. Instagram is like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it's taking social media breaks. It's mm-hmm. important. It's so crucial. Because it's it's hard, like being on social media, especially in like content creation. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, this is another question. Like, I'm kind of getting really new to this and all that stuff. Um, like, you know, producing stuff out and you know and stuff. Like, how do you keep yourself sane with like you're putting stuff out, but you also see like the other people that they're putting stuff out it's like you try not to like get into comparison or anything like that but like it's hard when you see like everybody's highlights really because i mean for sure but it's like how do you how do you cope with that well i say that piece was harder for me at first Mm -hmm. um because i just wanted instant success and i wanted people like out the gate but once i learned like this shit is a process and like um, some people I used to kick it with <clears throat> musically, like we'd be in the studio talking and just talking about the process. That really helped me learn, like, man, it's okay to take your time. Mm-hmm. So when I would see people posting, like, this or that, like, I would never, like, try to compare myself. Because I feel like that's a form of jealousy. It is, like, for sure. Like, if you compare yourself and you're jealous, like, be happy for niggas. So, mm-hmm. like, I love seeing niggas post their success. It's like, let me repost, support, not only because I want niggas to support me, but, right. like, I want to show niggas like, yeah, I fuck with your shit for real. Like, right. And I support your journey. Because yeah. that's your journey. Yeah. And you got to stay focused on yours as, as well. Type for of sure. Thing. So that's, that's been the biggest piece. And then also being able, like I said, to take social media breaks. Like right now, I just got back on social media to start promoting the cut again. Mm-hmm. But before now, I was taking like a two-week break just to focus on the music. Like mm-hmm. locking in on the music. Cause like even beyond just seeing niggas and comparing yourself, you could just like you said, be on your phone and it'd be a waste of time. Like you spend yeah. an hour or two on that bitch just you get stuck, yeah. yeah. So like a, a mix of those two things, mm-hmm. being able to separate self from the phone is mm-hmm. is big. Yeah. It's real big. How do you like because as as creators, um, I know for me, can't speak for everybody, but like I was deep into like writing and you know getting my myself words and stuff like that. And it was like, I had a creative block. And like, what I mean, I tell you, I had a creative block. Like, I didn't write or do anything for a year. Because it was like, every time I started to write, or every time I started to like, think of something, like, I was like, can't do it. Like, it literally, like, it was just like my brain had like, that creative side of my brain had shut off. Like, do you get creative blocks or? I, I do from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, um, Somebody, I forget, I ain't gonna lie, I forget who it was that told me this, but I live by this shit now. Like, mm-hmm. if you find yourself, a lot of times I'll be in the studio, right? And I realize it. And it was like, man, if you find yourself in the studio with a creative block, whether it be trying to do something or writing something and you can't, mm-hmm. they say, get the fuck out of it. Because yeah. if you try to force some shit, it's gonna be like you said, half ass, water down, and give me Right. So it's like, when you find yourself having a creative block, just take a step back. Right. And then, like, also, um, 
I feel like if you have a creative block, that means you haven't lived it up. Oh, just living. That way you got some shit to talk about. Damn. That's what I mean. That's real. Though. That's real though. The, fun, the times I really sat down, like, why am I having trouble writing? Right. I have nothing to write about. Yeah. So it's like, no, because you're so right. Because like a lot of the stuff that I write about or like talk about is based off of my experiences. Right. So it's like, gotta go experience some more shit. Like, <laughs> you experience the shit. It's gonna be like, oh, right. You got nothing to talk about. Yeah. Okay. This is a very interesting episode. For sure. I really, really appreciate you being here. I appreciate you having me here. That's great. For love, I just, I just like looking at you. Honestly. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, anyway, so we're going to end with a hypothetical question. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so keeping with the music theme, um, what song, if you were a higher power god, whoever you choose to believe in, um, what song would you want as you were entering heaven? <laughs> or the up world? <laughs> huh. That's a very, uh, I like that question. It's a Kanye song. Ooh, tell me. Yeah, it's, um, heard him say. Heard him say. On registration, yeah. <laughs> the second song, um, heard him say, featuring Adam Levine. Probably that song. Oh, I never heard it. Yeah, you gotta listen to this beautiful. I am cheated. 2005, I believe. Yeah. Oh, great. Beautiful song. That's a beautiful album. Listen to that Okay. Yeah. I actually know. Uh, now I gotta go listen to it. That's very. Okay. I got yeah. it. Quickly, man. Look, that's my joint. Okay, you know, you were ready. It's like, okay, because I had to, like, whenever this actually, this question comes from my sister, um, whenever she, like, asked me, I was like, I don't know. And so I said, <laughs> uh, Heaven Can Wait by Michael Jackson. Which is, it's really, it's very ironic because it's, and the song is basically about him saying like, I don't want to go if I'm not going like, with, if like, if, if whoever I'm with isn't going with me, like, just go ahead and tell God, like, he can wait, like, I want to stay with her or whatever. But it's just like, it's so, it's such a beautiful song, like, it is like his voice, yeah. like, it's so smooth. Absolutely, like, that was that, like. R&B-ish Mike face For too, real? and it was like that you were not alone kind of thing. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they got another joint that was on that same the Invincible project. Yeah. Uh, not the um, not the uh, Heavy Can Wait joint. Uh-huh. The other song. Damn, I can't think. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, yeah. Let me see. I'm about to look it up. That's a joint. Nah, nah, that's a joint. That's yeah. a joint. Oh fuck. Love Mike. No, Michael Jackson. Do you think he's the greatest? Butterflies. Butterfly. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a joint. Yeah. Do I think he's the greatest? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All time vocals, like all time vocals, all performances, like Mike. Yeah. Anyone close? Prince. Prince. I think Prince is like might have been a Prince one B in terms of all around music right. production performance mm-hmm. like the whole nine um, definitely those two are up there. Yeah. That's fair. I'm a I'm a co-signer. Okay. Stay you made me think. You made me think. So I have to, I have to go with a second song. Okay. I want to have it must be like this by the Angelo. Ooh, I, I'll put me on then, because I also have not heard that song. Oh, that's a beautiful song. 
I'm not a lot. I'm like I'm into music, but I'm not like into music for real. So like, there's a lot of stuff that like I'm still trying to come through and discover. Yeah, it's, and it's, a, it's a it's a marathon. Same, I like that. <laughs> okay, well yeah, that was that was really all I had to ask. Talk about and all that stuff. Again, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. You wanna you wanna plug your socials? Where can we find you? Oh, look on Instagram. I am the Ace. I am. T H E E Ace. There you go. Um, let me think. I'm really only on Instagram, bro. So gotcha. where's your music at? Apple Music, gotcha. Spotify, YouTube. Okay. Find me all over the place. Ace. That's it. Hey, any last encouraging words you want to say to people? To all content creators, man, just keep, just keep pushing. You all gotta keep pushing. Um, everybody, find your views, find, find what motivates you, hone in on that. You know what I'm saying, like, be. Be be that. Be the best version of yourself, bro. Niggas will be good. Niggas will be solid. Well, thank y'all for tuning in to Jimmy and I, the podcast with my special co-host Ace. Um, you can find us really anywhere that you can listen to your podcast at. So remember to like, subscribe, leave some feedback if you need to, but make sure it's productive. Don't just be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Peace, love, and light.